Welcome everyone to History Forces podcast. I'm your host Stefan. And in today's podcast I'm going to present you some history facts about Stephen the Great's sword. First of all, it's one of the rare artifacts of the grand historical collection of the Topkapi Palace Museum. Topkapi Palace Museum was once the former palace of the royal Ottoman sultans. The sword belonged to the Moldavian ruler Stephen III of Moldavia. Known for his bravery and for his battles against the Ottoman forces as Stephen the Great. A weapon filled with legend, both revered and feared by the Ottomans. Built from a special steel at the personal instructions of the Voivod. Voivod is the name for the Romanian rulers, which basically is the equivalent of a prince. In one of the greatest ironies in history, the sword of the Moldavian ruler, who fought so hard against the Ottomans, ended up in one of the halls of the former royal palace of the sultans. In today's Topkapi Museum in Istanbul, the former great palace of the Ottoman sultans, in the hall dedicated to weapons, Next to a Japanese sword, there is a Moldavian sword, simple and with a rusty blade. It attracts attention through its dimensions, but especially through its heraldry and the decorations on the handle, grip and pommel parts of the sword. Now some technical specifications for the sword of Stepan the Great. Total length. 125 cm, the width of the blade 60 mm, the thickness of the blade 4.34 mm, the length of the blade is 102 cm, the length of the handle, the part of the sword you can grab it and hold it, 23 cm, and the total weight is 2.5 kilograms. And first of all, the historians mention that it's a two-handed sword with two edges, unlike a simple sword with this one edge, which is also one-handed. The handle of the sword is covered with silver, and the disc, which uh, from the one of the ends of the sword, is decorated with the Moldavian coat of arms, and the inscription on it can be translated is as I Voivod Stepan. The sword was not used for military campaigns, it was purely ceremonial, and according to some Romanian historians, it was also a symbol of power. Now, a few words about the origins and some legends surrounding the famous sword. Stepan the Great. First of all, the first major theory about the origins of the sword is that it was a gift from Pope Sixtus IV. After the famous Battle of Aslui in 455, Stepan the Great covered himself with glory by crushing a huge Ottoman invasion force that invaded Moldavia. Impressed by the Moldavian prince's achievement, the Pope 
decided to bestow upon him the great title of Atleta Christi, which means Champion of Christ, but also two gifts, a battle flag and a sword. The many historians consider that the sword gifted by the Pope is the one that's currently on display today in the royal palace from Istanbul. At orders of the Pope, the sword was made into the workshops of Italian armorers and gunsmiths and it was personally blessed by him in Rome. That's why some people believe that it also has some magical powers. But of course it's only a legend, this part. The second theory regarding the origins of the sword is that the sword was crafted by Italian gunsmiths at the personal orders of the Moldavian ruler. Basically, the Moldavian voivod wanted a sword made by the best gunsmiths in Europe and gave special orders for it. A Genovese gunsmith was sent to Moldova to study the Moldovian sword model and eventually the voivod's order was honored and the sword was made by the special, from a special alloy of the time, the Toledo steel, which was the most resistant and renowned steel at the time in Europe. A third theory, and the less accepted one, is that it was a symbol of power, passed from generation to generation of Moldovian rulers. On the other, the Romanian historian, Stefan Gorovei, which is a specialist in Stepan the Great's reign, says that the sword was most probably a symbol of power which belonged to the first Moldavian ruler, Dragos Voda, and the sword was passed by generation to generation through and it was present at each coronation ceremony of Moldavian rulers. Now, how the Ottomans captured Stefan the Great's sword? How did they enter in the possession of the sword of the Moldavian ruler? Well, there is not a definitive answer to this question because in the archives of the present of former royal palace of the sultans, it's not specified the sword was a gift or it was captured from the Moldavian ruler. So, we don't know for sure this answer. There are two main theories who are currently analyzed. The first one is that the Moldavian ruler decided at the end of his reign, as a sign of peace, to simply give up his sword to the Ottoman rulers as a diplomatical act. And the second one, which is likely, is that uh, his son, Petru Rares, which also became a um, ruler of Moldavia and wanted to restart the anti-Ottoman campaigns against them, was uh, captured during his reign by the mighty Ottoman Sultan of that time, Solomon the Magnificent. The Ottomans invaded Moldavia, Rares was forced to leave and take refuge in Transylvania 
and the Ottomans plundered Moldavia in the meantime and took the sword with them once they retreated. From then until the present day, the sword is on display on the, in the Topkapi Royal Palace and never left again the country. Until 2004, when the Romanian and Turkish authorities reached an agreement. The Ottomans refused to handle the sword permanently to the Romanians, Romanian authorities, because they thought it would set a precedent for other countries to start demanding the national treasures, which were on display in their historical museums. On this occasion in 2004, when in Romania there have been organized anniversaries commemorating 500 years after the death of the great Moldavian ruler, the Ottomans only sent a replica of the famous sword of Stephen the Great. The replica is currently on display in Putna Monastery from Romania, which was one of the many churches built by the Moldavian ruler during his reign. And now a few words why this sword was so important for the Romanian ruler, why was Stephen the Great so important? Well, the Moldavian prince Stephen the Great was one of the most warrior princes in Eastern Europe in the 15th centuries. His bravery on the battlefield was recognized and it was attested that he personally joined the battle with his royal guard and uh, spread terror by encouraging his army. In fact, this is what we know from the old chronicles. According to another popular tradition, Stephen the Great built an equal number of churches to the number of military campaigns he waged. So, according to data from the historians of the time, Stephen the Great waged no less than 44 military campaigns. Each to each, so it will be one campaign to each year of his reign. He reigned from the year 1457 AD to 1450. 404 AD, so it's 47 years. Often in Romanian historians portray Stephen the Great as a defensive ruler. He thought that he fought only for the independence of Moldavia, which current research tend to present a different version of the events, because he didn't fought only defensive wars, he fought to spread the influence and to consolidate his kingdom, after all. I hope you enjoyed this today's podcast. Have a good day.